Okay, guys, hello. We are on episode 12 of Just JN Friends, and today I have a super special guest because she is all the way from the sunny state of California. I have Abigail here. She is the CEO of Hearts Unleashed. She is a life coach, and oh my God, we're going to try to keep this to our 45-50 minute segment, but before I even started this, we already have so much to talk about. So, hello, Abigail. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm yes, to be here. thank you for coming on. Um, what? Are, why are you even in town? I didn't even ask you. Ah. You have family here. <laughs> I, I, tell Wait, you, why I do. Are, have did to. you just come here to see me? Yes, Is that why yes, you're here? That's okay, much it. that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no. So I actually coached. At, I was. I'm on a team of coaches for Grit and Grace. It's a company and a movement, really. And uh, the founder Cheryl Jackson has really been working to provide affordable coaching to corporate women. So I was invited to be on this team. And so yesterday. I was actually meeting 15 minutes back to back with 25 women. Oh my god! Of a five, a group of 500. It was a power packed event. But you know, you're a coach, so you get it. Like just being able to support women. Many of them were like mm-hmm. choosing to invest in themselves for the first time ever, mm-hmm. and that's it was just so special. But I actually flew in for that. But I always take opportunities in Chicago so I can come visit my family. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad this worked out. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited to have you here. And yeah, I I do coaching, but I do um, fitness coaching. So yeah. it is a little different, but it is, yeah. I have found throughout my years of doing it and being a personal trainer, yes. a lot of times um, when I would do the personal training in women's homes, I would find myself to be uh, kind of a life coach sometimes because yeah. a lot of times these women would want to work out, but they also had a lot of shit to talk about. Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, I just learned to listen Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that's something you've practiced through your years or however long you've been doing your life coaching is how to listen and sometimes it can be very hard for us especially girls because we love to talk yes right (laughs) so um hearts unleashed that is your that's the company that you started with your um your you know where I'm going with this (laughs) coaching yeah coaching yeah so um that is so cool so how did you get into this? Because it seems like a kind of tough job. It's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. And actually, I was on the front of that wave, not to like, oh, like I've been doing this, you know, not uh-huh. that, but when I started, so I actually have my degree in education and health, so physical okay. education. So I was a PE and health teacher at oh Whiting yeah, okay. <laughs> for three years, and I loved it, but over time I became like really disenchanted with the education system. Uh-huh. And for myself, before I thought it was too arrogant, but like really I just feel called like feel like I'm supposed to be doing something bigger all the time. Like I can't impact people fast enough or enough people. I feel like that all the time. It, and many of us do, but we hide out from that feeling, right? Mm-hmm. We just stay stay small because it's predictable, it's comfortable, comfortable. it's what we, what's mm-hmm. familiar. However, at, at a certain point that was keeping me up at night. And so I knew I had to shift. Like a classroom was just not big enough mm-hmm. at, at, at some point. 
And so I started to shift out of it and I actually started managing a gym in the meantime, which was interesting. I still like, I wanted to open a gym, but uh-huh. I started with LA fitness and I actually hired a girl. I got this resume on my desk and she was way overqualified for the position she was applying for. Yeah. So I bring her in and I'm like, what the hell are you doing yeah. here? Like, what do you Why want? You, you need a management job? Like, and she goes, I'm not no. going to hire you. I just want to know I'm like really, what you're doing. <laughs> I'm just really curious. Why are you here? Well, she goes, yeah. So I just left my full-time job and I really just need a supplemental income while I become a life coach oh and I was like "Ooh, okay you're hired because I Mm -hmm. like I said I I love hiring someone who is overqualified because they're trainable they're coachable they Mm -hmm. I knew she'd do a great job after like a few weeks of working together she just goes um everything that you're saying like I'm being taught to say so I think you should come check this out. And I went, I watched a two hour observation of her program uh-huh. and I signed up for a year long $15,000 program, like right there. Wow. I was like, I'm doing, like, I, it was like finding the How promise. How long ago land. was this? This was in 2016. So that's when you started this yes. journey. Yeah. And then, so you grew up here? Yeah. Because you said you. Whiting in Indiana. Okay. In Whiting. okay. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Oh my God. So um, you got into it right away. Yeah. And then what? where did you go from there? Like, how did you, because you have a book. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned Hearts Unleashed in the book. Like, yeah. I, if you asked, you know, 20 year old Abby or 25 year old Abby, even like, I would not tell you I was going to be an author or a coach or anything. Right. Like I was, I was going to be. And how old are you now? I'm twenty. I'm thirty. Oh my god. You're thirty. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm twenty-one. I was. Gonna, I was. Tw- <laughs> I've gotten so. I just turned thirty in February, so it's still kind of new yeah. trying it on. No, I. But get it. um, no. So like. When I even started coaching, I actually was I was in multi-level marketing for Arbonne. So I was direct selling skincare. And I thought I was going to use that program to promote my company, just become mm. a better leader, right? But as I was learning how to coach, I'm like, I know how to do this. I'm really freaking good at it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do this. And so the growth period that happened was learning to become a coach, which was kind of awkward because I went from knowing how to sell a product or a gym membership or, you know, have kids understand how important working mm-hmm. out is. So it was easy to talk about something. But then I started selling what I felt like was myself or my services. And that was mm-hmm. really weird. So going from coaching, then that whole program, I actually went through divorce at the same exact time and that was while you were like awkward (laughs) transitioning yes oh my god that's a lot so there was so much going on in my life at that time that it really felt like a a fog Mm -hmm. and so from there after the program it was a year long like I said I up and moved to California I realized that I was waiting I was putting happiness like out way out there after retirement or like you know those milestones in life that we say I'll be happy when like I'll be happy when I have this much yeah that doesn't that's not true I learned that also yeah I've yeah we could dive in on that but I was doing that to myself and I realized like that's that's not fair to myself or like nobody should be doing that so so yeah really quick so you made the transition by yourself to go to California yes yes okay so how did you do that because I know a lot of people um I mean, they love to do that. And yes. I tell, so I'm a mom, so I, I can't leave my child. Yes. I never would. But yeah. um, there's a lot of people that don't have kids and they're like, I want to do this and that. Mm-hmm. And I was telling like, go do it before yes. you literally like can't, can't, you know, you quote have, unquote can't. <laughs> well, just because you have restrictions right. and responsibilities. Right. And um, so what, what did you, I mean, 
Where did you work when yeah. you went out there? What yeah. did you do? I worked at, I was in and out. Did you work at in and out? No. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross a very hard line. I think in and outs overrated. So yeah, honestly, gonna, I can't help myself. I'm I, <laughs> no, I agree. I everyone told me they don't I, have bacon when I went out there. They don't have bacon. <laughs> do, they don't. I never asked. But yeah, no, when I went out there, everyone's like, you gotta try it. I'm like, okay. And it's right by the airport in LA. So yes. I went there the first time I ever went out there. I tried it and I was like, this is a burger with fucking Thousand Island on yeah, it right thank now. You. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, and when I was I was just not no more when they said they don't have bacon for my double cheeseburger. No, I was done. like, no, I can't do No eat bacon. That. What done. is this? Yeah. yeah. No. But no, so um <laughs> actually there was a few real pivotal moments when I realized I was like casting happiness way out to some fake like made it moment. Yeah. I decided to take a trip to Hawaii. That was like this thing I was waiting to do until I was like, quote unquote, ready. And so I took a trip to Hawaii by myself. I literally just booked the ticket, landed, took an Uber to this area. And I got dropped off at a moped stand with my backpack on. And I was like, yeah, I just rented a moped. And I like figured the rest out as I went. And it was the most free I had ever felt and the most capable I had ever felt. I like just got on this moped. The guy shut down his little shack, took me on a tour of the island, showed me all the private beaches where I could watch the sunset. And I was like, this is like, I can't. Okay, that had to be expensive. So obviously. No. No. (laughs) Really? I booked my flight on uh, Black Friday. So it was like round trip, 500 bucks. It just worked out. Like everything works in your favor when you decide. I'm t- I mean that so ho- like wholeheartedly, and I want every listener to like. Because it just sounds like it. I mean it, to even me, it just sounds crazy. Like yeah, yeah. I just left and went to Hawaii. Now, when people are like listening to this, they're probably like, yeah. "Well, she probably had like money to do this, yeah, so drop everything." <laughs> Let's debunk I mean, that myth so, right away, right? But yeah. that's probably what people think. Yeah. Like she she could do that. Like yeah. I. People probably think I can't do that. I can't just leave my job and yes. go do this or you know. Thank whatever. you for asking because we live in a new world, right? Like this, uh, the millennial age is proving that untrue. We like I, I saw some meme about like there's some of us working full time jobs, just wondering how the rest of us are not doing that. Or it was like some effect, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. The thing is, it's really it's not about what like it's it's really about the priorities right Mm -hmm. and so i prioritize these this adventurous lifestyle at all costs at all costs meaning i've put myself in debt to start a business i've put myself in debt to travel i've put myself in debt to get coached and trained and developed Mm -hmm. i've done it some of us go to debt to go to school to get the degree to get the certification oh, I'm still to get in the, debt for yeah. the degree I got yeah. oh, 10 years ago. Yeah, and I have my degree and there is still debt, right? Mm-hmm. And some of us go in debt to buy a house or buy a car yep. or start a family or have that wedding. So yep. it's really not about yeah. right. uh fuck no. Yeah. I'm not going in debt for a wedding, but yep. okay. <laughs> but people do. People certainly do. I did. We're eloping. Yeah, good. <laughs> ha- ha- girl Honestly, like at this point, because I've already mentioned I'm divorced, like that second wedding, I hope it's his second wedding because I don't like, let's elope. Let's do the damn thing. Yeah. Yes. So with that being said, like it's really about what the priority is because people might think I'm some type of crazy for the debt that I've gone into to start a business Uh or develop myself. Right. Yeah. Because they just think that's not what I would spend my money on. Right. But who else sends like spends thousands of dollars on purses and shoes and makeup and items or festivals? Let's talk about that one because like music festivals are hot, right? Like let's spend a grand to go to where Burning Man. No. How much is Burning Man, right? So I, no, 
it it does. I can't. Yeah. That so no, hurt my it's heart. it's so false to believe like you can't do something because of money, time, or energy. So I love like disproving that. It's really about what the priority is. And mm. I made my freedom and my experience and my adventure my priority for the last three years. So when you went to Hawaii, it was it wasn't like a rich elegant yeah. extravaganza but it also wasn't like naked and afraid right yeah, like no, you let me t- okay <laughs> Actually, okay it was a little so bit naked was, and afraid it was, it was livable okay yeah. well oh, no a little. Okay. so i booked an airbnb right i'll tell this oh, one God. quick book an airbnb and in the like i walk in and it says crash on my couch for 50 bucks i'm like okay well, i just need to crash on a couch like that's really all i need that's i show up ziffy. there's a couch and there's a bed i'm like I look at this guy, I'm like, what's this about? And he goes, oh, well, two dudes from New Zealand actually booked the bed. And I was like, no, bro, like, what are you doing? I'm a female, I'm not sleeping with two dudes from New Zealand. Like, what are we, I can't oh, no. do it. So um, I I charged my phone, like, the guys aren't there so yet. So you weren't naked, but you were afraid. I was afraid, <laughs> I genuinely was afraid. But I charged my phone, washed my face, brushed my teeth, it just flew across the country, you know? And so uh, I do that, and then I went back out on the moped and, like, left my, I, like, hid my backpack. This is, I've never told this story on air before, before. <laughs> so you're getting some right, fresh, fresh content. Good. This is good. I, I hide my stuff. I go out on some adventures and I come back. I know I'm not sleeping there, but I like didn't want to drag my stuff around. I come back. These two dudes from New Zealand are right there, pull in from a bottle of Jack, just like sitting there. And I'm like, huh, hi guys. Cool, yeah, but like they're, it's just super awkward. And I'm yeah. like, uh, I'm going to go visit my friend across the island. They're like, you're coming back, right? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'll see you guys later. Were they together? Just yeah. two straight dudes? Yeah. No, like straight? I, well, I have no idea. Oh, well, okay. it seemed, they seemed straight, but um, okay. like not straight enough for me. Like I was like, I'm my way, gotta okay. go. And so um, I just packed up and I booked a hotel, like, and no big deal. You know what I mean? Like something that most people, I don't know if they try it a lot, but if you book a hotel on the same day, especially on any website, like traveling's not super expensive if you just practice traveling. Yeah. So that trip didn't cost me more than a few hundred bucks. Wow. Seriously, I just booked a hotel every night, and like that same night, you get those discounts. How long were you there for? Three days. Felt like a week. (coughs) I actually hooked up with one of my friends who's in the Air Force, and she took me on the entire an entire like tour of the island. So I saw way more than I even knew. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, what is that one movie and book? uh, Eat, pray, love. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly so what that I get that book recommended right to me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. I've never yeah. read the book. Yeah. But I love that movie so yeah. much. Yeah. And like actually to jump fast forward a little bit, that did inspire my own book. Because mm. then I, I realized how capable I was in Hawaii. I'm like, I can do anything I want. Like anything. And so I packed up my Jeep. I sold 70% of my items, by the way. Everyone's all hot about the Netflix series, The Tidying Up, Marie Kondo Method. I read the actual book. I haven't seen before. That. Yeah, I read the book. She talks about discarding what doesn't serve you, keeping only what brings you joy. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And I, it all fit in my Jeep. And I drove across the country. Wow. Yeah. And I found, I started to live with family to start. Mm-hmm. And then I just continued, like, that's what sparked the book. Like, being out there, I realized how, like, it's called giving up, giving up, right? Giving up the shit that 
limits you or the these beliefs or these self-sabotaging ways because mm-hmm. we keep holding on to stuff that no longer serves us mm-hmm. and then like the whole joke about the memoir of a quitter is I quit all of that stuff in order to have the life I want to have uh-huh. and I was so once I realized how I've been a quitter in my life I couldn't write that book fast enough so I wrote it I was talking about it a quitter like with things you've tried to do before well actually so like the first part of the book I talk about how I never quit anything born whiting Indiana I'm, I'm European I'm like that there's this like quitters never win or like quitters yeah. are losers like there's this mentality around quitting but there is healthy quitting like saying yes to stuff you don't want to do like people pleasing mm-hmm. or um, overextending yourself mm-hmm. the negative inner dialogue like quitting that that's the stuff there is to quit because I was too busy trying to please everybody mm-hmm. that I was just burnt out overextended and I felt really inauthentic like I wasn't being my fullest self mm-hmm. And I always knew, like from a very young age, I loved California, but I never thought it was a reality to live there. Like, yeah. I you, mean, it's hard to think that's yeah. a reality. It's like the movies or something, yeah. like especially yeah. being from little Indiana, like there's right. this like, there's a barrier, right? But as soon as I went out there and saw how many different lifestyles there are, yeah, look out because like, you don't have to work a nine to five. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I went to Costco on a Wednesday morning and I realized that's what taught me. So what did you do when you got out there? I was winging it. So, oh, I worked for LA Fitness, but I had actually in my time of becoming a coach, and I want to say this to anybody who's really shifting into like entrepreneurship. Uh I was managing a gym full time when I started my life coaching practice. So I would say I'm a manager of a gym and oh, by the way, I'm a life coach. So it was this like took a back seat because Mm -hmm. I wasn't confident in saying that. And then I was like, I'm a life coach and a manager like I still manage a gym well then I just dropped the manager and I said I'm a life coach and I started Mm -hmm. speaking that true speaking it before I believed it sometimes speaking it before I got hired because Mm -hmm. I knew I was being trained but it was really and I would love like any listener who wants to like really create a life they love to speak it true first like Mm -hmm. the universe provides that makes sense yeah 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 what is that called when you um Law of attraction? Yes. yes. Law of attraction. Yeah. I do really actually believe yeah. in that. Oh, for sure. So like back in the day, there was this guy I really wanted to sleep with. No, I'm kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. And I said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And no, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> She's getting some looks over here. <laughs> oh my God. So that was a total joke. But no, I do totally believe in that. Yes. And yes. It was you, Ryan. <laughs> so, um. But no, I do totally believe in that. But yes. so, okay, going back to your story, mm-hmm. with what you did, and I mean, that's amazing. Some people are probably like really scared to do something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that like people have to go to like another country or a vacation <laughs> mm-hmm. or do you feel like people have to do something like that in order to like kind of find themselves? Or is there like other ways people could achieve what you did mentally instead of doing something almost out of your comfort zone, I guess you could say. You're asking so many golden questions right now. Is that a good question? (laughs) Hell yeah. Okay, good, good. Yes. So I don't believe that someone actually has to like, you know, quote unquote, trap, like they don't have to do what I did. Mm -hmm. It's so much more about who you're being than what you're doing, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're being defeated about your life, 
you're constantly going to be defeated. Mm -hmm. If you're being victorious about your life, now this is a conversation around mindset and mentality and beliefs. And so it's, it's not that you have to go do things, but something's going to happen. There's going to be this moment in your life that wakes you up. And in fact, I have this methodology called the eight pillars of empowerment. And the very first one is the awakening. Mm. Like, no one can wake you up. You have to wake up. And things will wake you up. Divorce woke me up. Mm -hmm. I was well on my way to marriage, the house, the car, the kids, the career. Like, I wasn't, that was me. I was totally all in on that. Uh And that got taken away from me. And I don't mean it as a victim statement. Uh What I mean is I'm, I'm, I'm bigger like mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong I'll be married again I'm gonna have kids like, yeah. all those things but I have a calling to speak to the masses mm-hmm. and I and unleash hearts that's why my company's name is hearts unleashed because it's not a company it's a mission mm-hmm. right like, I like that I want people to be able to unleash their authentic superpower and like create their life out of it and I wasn't doing that uh-huh and how do you think people like find that yeah well so the awakening, right? <laughs> I always wish for people that they don't have to hit a rock bottom to wake up. It's almost mandatory. Uh, yeah, it's I, quite I a mandatory. feel like you kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. Well, because until then, it's not that serious, right? Like even let's go as far as substance abuse, right? Like mm. you, you, can, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. People even near death overdose and mm-hmm. still don't wake up. right they so there's two ends to this story you wake up or you freaking don't Mm -hmm. and some people need a more serious calling to that and some people like it's just the loss of a job or it's the loss of a spouse or Mm -hmm. it could could be a regular breakup or something but it's that real moment that you realize you're made for more like you've known it Mm -hmm. you're not accepting it you keep avoiding the calling and the urges and then the universe because you're or god or whoever your higher power is because you refuse to change it's going to change you it's Mm going to change your circumstances yeah and so i like to like a little more subtle is the universe or god is usually tapping on your shoulder and then there's this like slap across the face like Mm -hmm. listen here and then you don't listen into it's more of a shove off a cliff and you're like you're flying and you have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, those are any of those moments can be your awakening, but it's up to you to choose it. And if you don't choose it, you continue the struggle. Have you ever heard of the hero's journey? No. So Google it. It's easy. But really, we're always being called. I love using Harry Potter as the example, right? He's living this muggle life and he's under a set of I stairs. Don't, you know what? <laughs> I, I hate to admit it, but I, I don't hate to admit it, actually. Um, not a Harry Potter fan, but that's okay. <laughs> Star Wars, Never. any, literally any movie. Nope. <laughs> any movie. The the hero, the main character is always being called into action, right? Mm-hmm. Think of any of you, Superman, whatever. Okay, like I love Space Jam. Great, <laughs> great. So let's like go with like a Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. So he's love being, some MJ. <laughs> being called to be the hero. Uh huh. And then all the cartoon characters, like, they sh- they show up and pretty much hijack his life. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we need you. And he's being called to be the hero. 
Well, we're always they do hijack his life. They yeah. do literally, right? Yeah. And same thing with all of these stories mm-hmm. is that they're being called into action and they're resisting it. They're trying to live this quote unquote normal life. Uh-huh. However, when you resist your your gifts and your talents, long so you're enough, saying you should go with that. Honor, yep. Okay. Honor what you know, you who you know you are, what your soul is here to do, because mm-hmm. we're all here to make an impact and a difference. Mm-hmm. We just don't believe in it all the time. And so if we resist it, we then life breaks down, car troubles, uh, you lose your house, you lose your job, you lose your husband, all the things, mm-hmm. right? And because it's an it's like rejection mm-hmm. is redirection. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Pack it up, sister. It's yeah. time to move on. And so if you just honor that, then got so it's back to the hero's journey, is that guides start to come into your life. Really synchronistic occasions or opportunities come into your life mm-hmm. because it's all meant to empower your journey to actually be the hero that you're here to be. Yeah. And so it's so beautiful. And it's hard to listen to that sometimes because even if you think or know you have a calling, you might not feel important enough mm-hmm. to do that or feel confident. I mean, like, confidence is a huge thing for people. Yes. yes. And you might not feel like you can or will ever impact anyone. Yes. And that is the work I'm doing, mm-hmm. is unleashing the hearts of people. Like, literally, rem- like... <laughs> <laughs> I call it like unleashing your heart from your mind because uh-huh. we're struggling with analysis paralysis or that crippling anxiety like who am I to make a difference or what am I you know yeah, what, yeah. who am I and so yeah we but when we buy into that bullshit like it just keeps us where we are and we play small and it you you said something about comfort zone earlier like yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody that you can live your dreams outside inside of your comfort zone no. You got it. I always, it one up. of the biggest things I've ever heard that I think I actually heard it in a fitness class was uh, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. yes. Because, I mean, it's true. Like, right. I mean, in so many situations in life, every single day, I could walk into, I mean, okay, so like now I do sales and I could walk into a room and I don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew at my job, I, but I have to feel like I do know what's mm-hmm. going on and be comfortable right. in that situation or when I it's crazy because like um four I think it was four years ago when I tried out for the ice crew I um I didn't grow up skating mm-hmm. and I know I've told the story before um but and I was so I had this confidence that it's not it's it's there but like I'm like we're where what like where did that even come from it, there was this confidence of like yeah i don't i'm i know i'm not the best skater i didn't grow up as a figure skater but mm-hmm. i practiced i tried out i made it and i don't know how that happened but it did and it worked and it was amazing but i was when i did it i had that mindset of like this is nothing i ever thought i would do in my entire life mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna go like do this mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out that's okay if it does Ooh. even better but um one of the things i learned with i didn't even learn this before i had this i had this my i had this mindset that i don't know where it came from or how this happened but i was so confident and comfortable with whatever i did yes and um I went into it and I learned this after with being on the ice crew, which we talked about my coach is a life coach. Mm -hmm. And um, she always taught us 
because going into like a basically a cheerleading a, a team for NHL or whatever it is, you almost have these expectations like I should um, I should uh, I should be skating on the ice. I should be in that front row dancing. Mm-hmm. I should be doing this. I am the best looking one or whatever it is. You have these expectations, and she taught us um, to have no expectations. Yes. Yes. And that was one of the most like <laughs> craziest things because it it sounds so um, it sounds so crazy, but it's so true. Yes. And uh, I knew this before I got taught it, and when I got taught it, I was like, "That's fucking stupid. I don't care. Yes. This is stupid." But then after like three years of her forcingly putting this information into our heads during our meeting, yes. I was like, "Holy shit, this makes sense." Yes. And. Um, we were talking about this before we started the show, but um, yeah, I had like this confidence that I was on the team and it was great. I mean, I had five years of my life where I was flying and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And then um, I turned 30, things changed. And the reason things change, it was an outside source. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want things to change. Yeah. An outside source made me change that. So yes. I had to leave the ice crew. I had to, I would turn 30. Mm-hmm. I um, couldn't, like, I, I modeled. I couldn't do that. I um, couldn't do all these, like, awesome, amazing things I was doing. Um, and I had to go and do the normal nine-to-five mm-hmm. job. Yes. And it was something that forced me to do it. So we were talking, like, um, I had this identity crisis because I wasn't ready for this. Yeah, yeah. Something else made me do it, basically. Yeah. And um, I, it was so hard. So I feel like I, I, I told people, I was like, I think I just, I live my life backwards. Like, literally, I um, went to college, had great jobs, got married, had a kid, and then modeled ice crew and then I did all the and it was almost like backwards yeah yeah so crazy and then I turned 30 and I feel like I lived almost like a life and now I'm starting a new one Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm starting over Mm -hmm. I feel like I just got pushed back five years yeah yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, again, you're dropping so much gold here. So it's, <laughs> it, it's crazy, and I and I I was depressed in it because it's sad. Like, and I t- taught fitness too. I mm-hmm. mean, like, I had a ton of people following me and that looked up to me with in yeah. fitness. And um, I even with that, with what I was going through, I had to step away from that because I was like, I can't help people right now mm-hmm. because I need to help myself. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of mm. fucked up, and mm. I I can't be there for you. Yeah. Like, because I know going into that, I'm not going to be 100%. Right, right. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And I had to step away from so much. And um, so then we were talking about, like, that identity crisis. Yeah. And like you said, like, you um, – I don't feel like I hit, like, rock bottom or anything, but mm-hmm. it was something, like, outside yeah. that kind of slapped me and was like, this isn't going to work anymore. Right. Let's switch it up, and yes. you're gonna, you need to figure it out. Yeah, and that's what I had to do. Yes, and I it for a year, a solid year at least. I struggled so hard with that. Yes, so hard. Yes, because I didn't feel um like want 
wanted. Yeah. I didn't yes. feel like people needed me. Yes. So um, <laughs> it was just crazy. So if you like, so since you're, uh, do I have to pay you for this session? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but, uh, I'll send, send me the bill. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, um, <laughs> no, so, but we were talking about that and as I kind of just went through it, um, it, I mean, that's normal, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's line our stories up together, right? Think about this. What, uh, first, I want to preface it with we as humans don't realize that when transitions happen, we're trading, we're always, always, always trading the good for the great. Now, that didn't feel like that for either of us. No, I feel us. like I yes. traded the good for the, uh, what the fuck is this? Yes. <laughs> well, and same for me, right? Like, let's go back to divorce. I was flying high. I was on constant upward trajectory. Yes. Meaning got the job, got the, I've, I was with my college sweetheart. Like, everything was on the up and up. We got our apartment together, all of it. And to add to that, yep. when you say you're going on that upward journey, yep. I feel like I got so high. Yes. You that I go, uh... Yeah, I skated on NHL ice. Where do I go from here besides yeah. be Kim Kardashian? I mean, yeah. literally, where do you go from yes. there? Well, and that's the beautiful part of it is when it when that... So it's not exactly rock bottom. Consider it the mountain peak for us mm-hmm. because we were both flying high, and yet we still got knocked off our little high horse. Mm-hmm. And then we go through that year because I trust No, me, I didn't girl, get knocked I, off. I got fucking kicked, kicked off, off the cliff. I got right? punted off. Because the universe was tapping <laughs> your shoulders, said, Jay, it's time to do something different. Time to do, like, <laughs> so you were being called into your greatness. Mm-hmm. And having fun doing what you're doing, but there's some up level. It's actually an up level happening. And you're being right now, like whatever, or whatever that that phase of life where it's not fun, it's awkward, depression, anxiety, all the things, you're being conditioned into your greatness. Mm -hmm. Because for a year after divorce, I curled up, licked my wounds, shut the shades, cried Mm -hmm. and watched friends forever. Like, Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I okay. Had my so, moments. Yes. Yeah. And so like I did a lot of unhealthy things in that time because I just that's not what I chose. Mm-hmm. You said an outside force like the forces of nature did mm-hmm. that to us, right? And so it's it, and not even from a victim mentality, but really what ends up happening is like we don't think we choose it because our higher power is choosing it for us. Mm-hmm. And it's really again, rejection is redirection. We're being pushed into something new that we otherwise I love that would Resist. Yes, I love it too. And I keep I keep sharing it because I want people to understand that although it's not going quote unquote our way, there is a very big difference between our ego, mm-hmm. which is our personalities and what our mind says about things, what our inner voice says about things, like our inner critic voice. So there's our ego and then there's like our inner being, mm-hmm. which is also attached directly to our higher power, infinite intelligence. It sees and knows things that we as a human don't see and know. So we can't see our future. We want to, right? Like I can't think of how many times I wish I could look in a crystal ball, see how my life turns out out and mm-hmm. just chill <laughs> yeah no you know? I mean like I'm like I just want to be a housewife like right. why isn't that happening right right <laughs> and because because like yes that will work for you and that will work for me too because I have such a strong desire for that as well Is like mm. I want to be a mom I want to be a wife like I want to live that life and yet we are made for more we're mm-hmm. called into greatness and we're resisting it. So our lives changed. And that happens for so many people. But if you don't view it that way, if you don't have the awareness around it, mm-hmm. then you just get to be the victim the whole time. Like, life's happening to me, but we're oh, really I was meant to happen to year. life. Yeah. I was like, no, I was like, no, I don't know what's going on, but mm-hmm. this is shitty. Mm. And I did 
play like the victim. Yeah. Um, and I, I was I was really um, angry at yes. a lot of people, and yes. anger kept me from doing a lot of stuff too. Yes. So and you have to you have to feel it. We resist it, but mm. the like part of that identity crisis is like being with it, mm. being with the anger, being with the sadness, feeling it fully. And so that's really what, if you're not willing to, you're actually prolonging the pain. So the identity crisis means- Like okay. if you're not willing to accept like the um, moment that's mm-hmm. happening. Right. There's a lot of like, if we don't put our past in our past, we're, we're just projecting it into our future, right? So- You know what? Yeah. I'm glad that you said that because um, when I was going through this, I feel like I never had a time in my life where I actually had a real thing that happened to me that I had to personally deal with. No one could help me. I had to do it. And I've never had to go through, like, I want to say, like, pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's kind of what it was. Like, yeah. mentally, mm-hmm. pain and suffering. I never had to think about it. And if things did happen, I'd be like, mm, move on. There's so much going on. Because yep. there was so much going, great things going on yeah. that there really wasn't time to like think about the, the shitty stuff. Yeah. And I would just move on from it. So I feel like when all that did happen, I had so much time to think about everything that like is going on and has gone on. Yes. So yes. that's why I feel like it took like a good year and I am still like mm-hmm. I mean now it's been like uh, a little over a year I'm still like working out of it but I feel like I'm working out it in a better way I yeah. mean like I you know did get my job and when I did start my full I, I love my my job but I was like I, f- I felt like I was just doing something to do something yes well and, and I'm like why am I what what am I what is that like what am I doing and yes. I didn't want to be doing the wrong thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or going the wrong way. Yes. So like, how do you know if you're doing the right thing? Yeah. Well, think about this. You have a podcast. Mm. You're impacting hundreds, thousands of people. Well, and that's why I did the podcast. Yes. Because I, I couldn't, for me, like I couldn't just like sit behind a door and be like, mm, okay, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, you're no, not I've done, done so much that yes. I, I want to talk about what I've done you're nowhere near done like consider you're at that beginning Mm -hmm. and this like it's literally just the beginning and I love the identity like taking a job trust me girl oh my god starting a business is like so challenging first off like and don't let anybody convince you forget all the social media influencers to tell you it's easy and it's overnight f that so you mean i can't just like no cool shit and get millions of dollars okay because that was my next goal yeah no sorry (laughs) so it takes hard work there is a a ton of back end like behind Mm -hmm. the scenes stuff that they just don't tell you about because they want to sell you your program their program right oh yeah you know whatever, whatever i mean i get People, I'm sure a lot of people yes. maybe listening to get those uh, messages on Instagram that's like, follow us and yeah, do this fix. and here's a 15% off. And yeah. I'm always, I, I always write back now. I'm like, I'm not buying anything I'm poor by. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I can't afford you. Yes. <laughs> well, and I really want to relate to like that neat, that getting another job, right? Because when we go through that, I've been growing my business now for three years mm-hmm. and like if you follow Gary Vee, if you, f- I love his book. Um, mm, gosh, 
crushing it. He's got a follow-up book to that is about how anyone who's a quote-unquote overnight success has been working their ass off in the dark for the last 10 years. I would think so. Right. Any actor, any artist, they've been playing for gigs and garages and back Or what do they call it, bands. like a overnight millionaire? Yeah, whatever. none of it. So when all of these kids, like especially us as millennials, because this is that, I that still it's do real sexy. wish that I invented Crocs, though, yeah. I, to be yeah. honest. yeah. Uh, oh, no, I was going to say Uggs. I actually met the CEO <laughs> of Uggs. No way. Yes, yeah, two, three weekends ago, we were. I was at this conference in L.A., and he was speaking and we we're shaking hands it's so fun but he actually he even talked about he started uggs he bought five thousand pairs of uggs and then they didn't like the distributors stopped selling his stuff and so he went bankrupt and he actually accidentally made a contract that made him not the owner of uggs <gasps> Oh no. Yeah, he thought he was a, th a third owner and he sold off his whole company. He just, with a signature, and he was not the co owner of Uggs anymore. Like, so we all make these crazy dumb mistakes. Uh -huh. But, anyways, like, I digress. What ends up happening though, like, starting a business, how many times I've had to go get a part time job or a part time gig? I actually took a full time job two years into my business and I spent more time hating myself about it than I did. Like, I was so frustrated. Like, how am I not a success yet? How am I not a success yet? Mm -hmm. And it's because I'm just going through it. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's the same for any of us who are really growing into who we truly are is that. It's a process. Yeah, you have to move through certain spaces, and it ha it doesn't happen overnight. None of uh -huh. it does. Anybody who's come up overnight, it's either because they've been working their ass off, or that growth is their fifteen minutes of fame. It's not a sustainable thing because they haven't built a business model around it. Mm -hmm. And so, just giving hope to anybody who's really working their buns off trying to like make an impact or a difference or grow a brand or a business, like it's a process and you have to. There also comes this really weird phase where you start listening to what others have to say mm. about how to grow. That's what we were talking about with all this Instagram influence or yeah. whatever. Is there like, do it this way and you'll be a success? No. Do aligned, soul aligned work. Do what you know is right and ride it out no matter how uncomfortable uh -huh. or how many side yeah. jobs you have to take. Like ride that out because if when you're not speaking your truth, you're just, you're a copycat and it, yeah. it's not sustainable. No, I totally agree with that because I've had a lot of people through the years of the thing, I mean, I've tried doing like, I went to school for marketing, so I tried to do like a graphic design business. I tried to do personal training business. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that they've failed, but um, there's been so many people throughout the way that have just been like, no, that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Like literally has told me, no, that doesn't work. You have to do it this way. And I've come to learn like um, everyone is like, a human mm -hmm. and everyone's gonna have their own thoughts yes so i've learned to not listen to those people that are like no that's not gonna work no you have to do it this way because i mean who did it, did someone write the book <laughs> yes. on like how to be uh successful or make an impact we i mean try no to. everyone has done it in their own yeah. personal way yeah for so, sure so no i totally get that i think that it's really important to understand like nobody we haven't been taught to listen to our intuition that's why like it's so important because if you know what you're here to do and we we all try it like I did multi-level marketing I did you know I started a business or I followed a a 
a don't reinvent the wheel process. Mm -hmm. And then I started listening to what I'm most passionate about. And out of it, I wrote a book. And out of it, I started a podcast. And out of it, I started a business. And like, I've made this mess of it, but truly, I know that it's my message. Mm -hmm. And I get that we're all like, we're all getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. But the way to get there is to listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so what if you got to help yourself along the way with a job or help yourself along the way with a loan like, or debt? Like that mm -hmm. happens. It's such a natural part. And our last generation, like our parents kind of made that wrong, like shame, shame, or Ooh, don't spend money this way or whatever. Yeah. But if it's your priority and you're hellbent on making something happen or living a certain life, mm -hmm. listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows you better than you we don't believe that so with everything we've talked about yeah. what is like the most important things that you would tell people like in like a couple words or, yeah. or a few words sentence like what's like the most important thing you would tell people if they're like trying to like maybe I don't know if they're having like an identity and maybe it's a few things but yeah. if they're like having an identity crisis or if they're like feel like stuck mm -hmm. like because I felt that way before too just mm -hmm. stuck like there's yeah. nowhere to go mm -hmm. and if there is I have no idea where to go yeah um and almost like I guess uh improve themselves like yeah. what is the number one step to take to kind of just start moving forward and start listening to that intuition to mm. be like a better you yeah I'm gonna say truly acceptance of self now i know we haven't really had that said it in it in that way yet but what you like seriously acceptance of self mm. you know you best and i'm actually going to give everybody a tip to do is to sit in front of the mirror for an extended period of time like set your phone on 20 minutes toss your phone to the side and just sit there with no expectations. Because we, the world right now, is so loud. I would, I, I feel like I get so much ADD doing that. Yes, you will. I would start braiding my hair. Yeah, you will, do that. <laughs> do it, do it. Like, it's okay, but don't leave in front of the mirror. Mm -hmm. And the really powerful part is like making eye contact Mm -hmm. because we don't, we avoid ourselves. The world is so loud. Yeah, everyone's is. telling us what to do. Everyone's telling us where to be, when to be there, and how to be there. Mm -hmm. We are not listening to ourselves, and we have all of our answers, and we're not listening mm -hmm. because we've been trained to not listen. We've been trained to listen to behave and obey and conform and follow. Mm -hmm. And it's okay, but it doesn't serve us. And we're doing a lot of things that don't serve us. And so my biggest piece of advice is to truly meet yourself, know yourself, and then accept Meet yourself. yourself. That's crazy. Right? Right. Because you haven't. We haven't. And in fact, we are new every day. We have never been, what is the quote? We've never been this young and we'll never, or we've never, whatever, we'll never be this young or old again. Mm. Right? So you're new right now. You're new right now. And right now. And right now. And right now. Hmm. That's crazy. Your past has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. So if you meet yourself in the mirror and you just meet who you are at this age, Mm. Like, I'm 30, right? Sometimes I act like a 15-year-old. Sometimes I act like the 12-year-old. Mm -hmm. But if I meet the 30-year-old woman that I am, mm -hmm. she knows what to do. That's cool. Um, 
I like that. I like the quote, meet yourself. Yeah. That's that's really yeah. cool. To That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't um, really discover themselves. And I feel like, I don't know if this is true too, which we won't like get into too much, but um, when you say meet yourself, I feel like we change so much that mm-hmm. like who I was yes. two years ago, like I need to like rediscover that. Yep. Every day. Because Every I day. I feel like I'm a totally different, I'm the same person. Yep. I have kind of like the same mentality and yeah. I uh, have the same culture, I guess you could say, but um, I've just developed in like different ways. Yes. Uh, that I am different yep. than I was two years ago. So totally. I feel like you have to almost like refine yourself yeah. every day. so often, every day. You say every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like every like two years, no. but you're like every day. <laughs> no, seriously, because what got you where you are mm-hmm. is not going to get you where you're going. Okay. I, I literally just like had to. let that sink that in for a minute yeah Yeah. well and we have like if we allow ourselves to dream as big as we do Mm -hmm. you know those dreams we don't admit or we don't talk about or we hide out about or we actually probably avoid them like if we allowed ourselves to dream Mm -hmm. we would we would all be living very different lives yeah I mean, I always wanted to be a Victoria's Secret model, but that hasn't happened no. yet. Well, so. and there's still time. <laughs> I just heard that like a hundred of them are going out of business, so you better hustle. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah. All right, I got to go on like the keto diet then yeah. this week. No, I'm kidding. But you guys uh, know, seriously, like invite yourselves to meet yourself. And then one step beyond that is once you do meet yourself, mm-hmm. share yourself. Mm-hmm. We're all living these inauthentic truths that we think fit into what's acceptable be you yeah I hate that I've learned a lot to just like be me I I feel like doing that I've been so much more accepted yes than a fake trying to do what I think people want yes and I I feel like that is very very important Mm -hmm. um and okay so is there anything like that you do to kind of like with because it is crazy I mean we have Facebook Instagram we have Ooh, uh, yeah. TV. We have, I mean, we have all these like influences. Is there anything that you like personally do yeah. to kind of like um, reset yourself? Mm-hmm. Actually, so get in front of the mirror is one of them. Like mm-hmm. every day, every, every week. Every day yep. you do that. Yes. And oh, now I'm so damn good at it. Like I, the leader in me. <laughs> and I'm I am so damn good yeah, at I'm it. I'm telling you, you better I will look stare at myself <laughs> for a solid 21 minutes well, now. And the leader comes right up. She shows up and then I'm in my power and I make my content from there. I write my books from there. Like the, she shows up. And she's That's the one who's really like, yeah, cool. no, in an instant. And so it's beautiful. But really, um, beyond that, like when you're getting to know yourself and like w- you asked something, what did you ask? Because I, I got so excited about getting in front of the mirror. Oh, um, what you personally do to kind of like reset yourself every day. Yes. Um, like, so getting in like some people do like yoga some people do um oh like float floating (laughs) yeah it's all good yeah whatever serves you is no is important because you know what it serves me rollerblading (laughs) i can i strap on some rollerblading rollerblading is so like underrated yes oh hell yeah Yeah. so whatever gets you back to you is what's important Mm. getting back to excited about life getting back to like 
being energetic. So it's called sourcing. It's like, I want to get techni- te- like technical for a mm-hmm. second. Source yourself. What brings you joy, what brings you energy is what's important because it what works for one person doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. You have to know you. That's why being in the mirror is so important. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right, we got next time you're in town, we're we're gonna do some rollerblading. Okay, hell okay, yeah. We got some good, <laughs> good trails here. Yes. So uh funny though, really quick, when I was younger, I was like I thought I was like the shit at rollerblading. And I tried to rollerblade. So if anyone listening like grew up in Indiana, I, I lived I lived in Lowell. Yes. And I I tried to rollerblade to Shelby. <laughs> And that's a that's a hike. Yeah, no. Me and my friend thought we were so good, and we were probably like fourteen. Tried to rollerblade to Shelby. Oh my god, we had blisters, and we didn't have cell phones back then. We got halfway. You know, what we had to do. We had to rollerblade our asses back. Yeah. So we're like, Ooh, there's no way we. That's would. the lesson of life. Only go as far as you're willing to come back. No, because I go. There is no way we will make it there and then get back. Yeah. No way. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, no, it was one of the funniest <laughs> things. I will never forget that. And, man, we, we paid for that. Yep. But, I mean, we, we had something in mind that we were going to do, and we fucking did it. Damn right. We did it halfway, but we did it. Yeah. Um, I'm still proud of that extravaganza. Still telling that story. Yeah. <laughs> Rollerblade the shit out of lol. So, um, hell yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm sure we could like go on and talk forever, but um, <laughs> I'm really glad that we like hit on some really important things that I that I know personally from like my friends that I've talked to. Um, I feel like they would. I I feel like they would if they if you don't. I mean, you guys can like tell me, but <laughs> I feel like they would get a lot out of what we've talked about because totally. um, like identity crisis not feeling important. I've heard all of this a lot because I, I like to talk to people more as I like grow myself. Like, mm-hmm. um, and, and I was telling you before we started this, listen, yeah, because yes. you learn so much and then you don't really feel like alone yes. in your journey. Like everyone is feeling this way. Yes. Like someone told me, um, not that long ago, like I feel like throwing myself in front of a car and I was like, okay, call me because I'm going to go. I, I want to too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, no, seriously. Team, but I'm like, no, I'm not the only one that thinks like, I mean, no, I'm not going to throw myself in front of the car, but like, I, I do think this way, like to where you just get so frustrated where you're like, I mean, let's just, let's just go. I mean, yes. You know, I, I would love to speak to that because when we were, we were talking about meet yourself. Right. But then I said, share yourself mm-hmm. because we think we're so convinced that we're alone in our struggle. That we're the only ones and that think this way. We actually, we subconsciously work to stay right about it. That's mm-hmm. why we hide. That's why we don't. But if you do, like I learned that in California the most because more people related to me out there about having a vision of being successful or impacting millions. Like they're like, yeah, uh, me, me too. You can do that. We're doing that. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, great. Like, so mm-hmm. it's on the other side, like on the struggle, share the struggle. Like, yeah, I want to throw myself in front of a car right now. Like, I'm sh- I feel so lonely. I feel so whatever. Uh-huh. 
people relate to that, but be careful with who you create your agreement reality around too, right? Mm-hmm. You once you yeah, struggle, share. I started going to ACA. It's adult children of alcoholics. My parents are not alcoholics, but like growing up in a divorced home, it's dysfunction. It's yeah. not the norm. So I realized I related to people who felt the same way as I do and I was not alone, just like you're saying. And it's mm-hmm. so important because then you can consciously choose who you align yourself with. Mm -hmm. And you can say, instead of like, yeah, I'm struggling with this, you can say, yeah, I'm dreaming about that. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, when you speak that truth more, more people say, I have that dream too. Well, I feel like that kind of relates to the law of attraction yes. too that we were talking about. Yes. Um, uh, like when you put your words out into the universe, yes. the universe almost kind of like responds to 100% that. 100% every time without fail. <laughs> yeah. So I, I totally agree with that. And I'm not a life coach, but I, I have learned a lot with honestly with just talking and um networking and uh putting myself out there with through this podcast through um people i meet just being super honest with myself i mean it's crazy it it it's almost been like a therapy for me to listen to other people and just talk and relate because we're all human yes I mean, like, mm. and talking to whether you're like a successful fifty-year-old woman that wears a pantsuit every day. There's literally something that we could probably talk yes. about that we can relate with. That's the same struggle as like if you just got out of high school. Yep. I mean, yep. so just like talking, I has been and meeting people and opening up has been like such a therapy for me. I feel yeah. like yeah. So it's really helped, but um. Oh my God, like, thank you so much for coming on um, and taking time to come here while you're in town. I'm sure you thank have you. a super busy schedule. Thanks. While you're <laughs> <Kinda. here>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really appreciate you coming in. And even though you are in California, do you do, because um, I'm sure like people would definitely be interested in talking to you. Heck yeah. And if they are, do you do like video chats or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I offer a complimentary 30 minute session. So if anybody wants to take mm-hmm. me up on that, more than welcome. Like, oh, that's I, great. It, it's be- it is great. It's beautiful because it, like, offering people the opportunity to further discover themselves because it, like this conversation has been great and thank you. This no, conver- thank you. No, but it's not happening out in the world every day. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the weather, we're talking about sports, we're mm-hmm. talking about the news, right? Or we're talking about how great we are. Yes, yeah. yes, thank you, right? Like, and everybody, I love what you were sharing about listening. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants to be listened to mm-hmm. and be allowed to dream out loud, like that's what I'm offering is 30 minutes. So anybody can visit my website and sign up for a consultation. And if they're really ready to like live their damn dreams, then mm-hmm. hell yeah, yeah, we can coach together too. And I mean, I just met Abigail per- in person yeah. today. Yes. And I feel like the vibe is amazing. Thanks. So I'm so glad that you came in and we got to do this. Um, but you you are super easy to talk to. Thanks. For sure. So 
um, if anybody does want to reach out to Abigail, um, where where can they find you? Yeah. So you can reach me on my website. Just fill out that contact form. Or honestly, the the like it's 2019 you find me one where one place you find me any place uh-huh. that's how it works so instagram yeah. too is where i'm at the most mm-hmm. at instagale so insta and then g-a-i-l mm-hmm. so instagale or my website is abigailgazda.com uh, i have the chicago accent so i'm gonna actually spell it out a b i g a i l g a z d a dot com Mm. And then if any if if I feel like a lot of people listen to podcasts in their car, yeah. So if you're like driving in your yeah, car, right please now, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't write it down. Just message me if you're my friend, and Heck I yeah. will send you her info and get you connected with her. Hell yeah, um, for sure. And then your book can be found on Amazon. Yep, and Audible. I'm a listener, like I'm a audio girl. So uh, audible uh, audible dot com. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So Audible and Amazon. Audible and Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in uh, listening to her book, um, I have not listened to it personally yet, but I'm sure it's super amazing. Giving up giving up the yep one other thing i want to say about that is if you're just starting your transformation journey or like this was your awakening because it doesn't have to be traumatic always you can Mm. literally just hear something new finally and it it invites you into growth the book has reflection questions at the end of most of the chapters so i yes i share my own transformation but Mm -hmm. i also invite the reader to start theirs Mm -hmm. so if somebody's kind of on the fence they love the conversation and they're not ready to get a coach right now Mm. you can start with the book and that book has a lot of journaling prompts or questions that have you consider how your life's going Mm -hmm. and to add on to that when um a lot of people when they think like life coach they think Mm. i don't need that that's Mm -hmm. stupid i don't need someone telling me what to do yes and four or five years ago i had that mindset yeah because i thought i knew what i was doing i knew it all i like i said i was on my growth to my height to being this awesome amazing person Mm -hmm. and i didn't need help Mm -hmm. i was doing it but through that journey i was and i'm thankful that when my coach almost like force-fed us this because um it made me when when i did fall off after like my journey of being the ice girl and and, uh fitness and all that it helped me i feel like without that knowledge I would have been way worse off. Yeah. So I'm telling you guys, like, it, and I'm a very stubborn person. <laughs> like, if someone tells me, like, the light bulb turns left and I'm doing it right, no, yeah. I will break the light bulb before I turn it the other way. Yeah. You know, so, like, like no, damn it. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> but um, I, I'm very stubborn. I, I will admit that. But I have learned to really, like I said, listen and take that in. Whether I think it's right or not, Yep. It can't hurt. Yep. Literally, it cannot hurt. And you give the free 30-minute yep. session. And if they do go to the website, there's tons of free content as far mm-hmm. as, like, there's a there's a self-assessment. There's some free courses involved. So, like, you can always dabble. But mm-hmm. you're right. Like, jumping in, just letting it happen yeah. is really you – can, you can rip the Band-Aid off or you can peel it off yeah. centimeter by centimeter. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I promise you guys, like, it does not hurt to listen or just look or, I mean – really you have nothing to lose to yeah. kind of look into it yeah. and i am a hundred percent believe in life coaches like oh. i love you guys so much because every time i talk to a life coach i 
learn something new yeah. and I, it opens a different like way of thinking Truly. which I think is really cool and important for everybody because it, it kind of opens your mind into a different direction you might not have thought of before right and I feel like that really helps everyone grow whether yeah. it's a sentence like today rejection is redirection you said that a few times I love that yeah. like even just those three words Makes can, the whole can make you yeah. think a completely different way, which yes. I I love. So um, read her book if you have time or listen to it. Um, or if you guys have any questions, you can hit me up. You can hit Abigail up. And again, thank you so, so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. And... Um, safe travels back to California. Thank you. I just want to thank you for having me on too, really, because what you're up to, like, not everyone's doing a podcast. Mm. And not everyone's out there putting themselves out there. And no matter how your journey is taking you, like, Mm -hmm. no matter how anybody's journey is taking them, like, I just acknowledge you for putting your voice out there and and being willing to expand. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And again, thank you for coming on and taking the time out of your little vacation this weekend (laughs) of what you got going on because I'm sure you're busy so um and thanks for listening guys yeah Um, thank you (laughs) and stay tuned for episode 13 and reach out to us if you have any questions and we will talk to you soon take care